What's up everyone? Good morning and once again welcome to our Water's Edge online Sunday morning worship experience. Thank you so very much for tuning in and hanging out with us today. For those of you that continue to like and share these online worship experiences with your circle of influence, people are tuning in from all over the place. They're getting help from all over the place, inspiration and encouragement from God all over the place. Thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. Also, for those of you that continue to worship with us online through giving and generosity, maybe by meeting our new $10 challenge, you allow us to help more people, love more people, feed more people, serve more people, shelter more people, and show people the love of God. Thank you so very much for your generosity and worshiping with us through giving. Continue to do that. You allow us to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ to our city and to our community. Now, let me just say this. I believe some things about God that I will never not believe. I believe that God is love. I believe that God is in control. And I believe that God is for us. And I will always believe that. I believe that before anything, God is love at the core of who God is, I believe that God is love and I believe that when we follow Jesus, he leads us to live a more compassionate and a more loving life. I also believe that God is in control, but I don't believe that God is in control like God is the puppet master and he's pulling all the strings on everything that happens, everything good that happens and everything bad that happens, God's behind it all. I don't believe that. I believe this. I believe that God knows everything. The Bible is very clear that God has all knowledge, knowledge of the past, knowledge of the future, and all knowledge in the middle, that God has all knowledge. And because God knows everything, I think God can use all things, but he doesn't cause all things. So God does not cause all things to happen, but God knows all things. And because God knows all things, then God can use everything in our life, whether it's good or whether it's bad. God didn't cause it to happen, but God knows about it and God can use it to grow our endurance and grow our strength and grow our faith and yes, grow our resilience and our ability to be a warrior. And I also believe that God is for us. I believe that God is love and I believe that God is in control because God knows everything and God can use everything. But I also believe that God is for us. He wants us to overcome. He wants us to have joy. He wants us to have peace. He wants us to be free. He wants us to defeat guilt. He wants us to defeat shame. He wants us to defeat our past. He wants us to defeat our weaknesses. God is for us. God is love and I believe that. God is in control and I believe that. And God is for you and God is for me and I believe that today. But sometimes, let's just be honest, sometimes life is scary and sometimes life is confusing and sometimes life is discouraging and overwhelming and sometimes life is just too much and many times life is uncertain and so it becomes very very difficult to believe all of those things about God when life is this heavy it becomes very difficult to still hold on to this belief that God is love God is in control and God is for me when my life is crashing down on me and when my life is chaotic and when my life is heavy and my life when my life is crushing me underneath the circumstances sometimes it's hard to believe those things and have faith, but I still do, or at least I still try. I always still try. The one option I never give myself is to not try and to quit and to give up. And so today we finish up with our New Year's 2024 series entitled Warrior. And this series has been all about finding God's strength in our weaknesses and building resilience in our life. And resilience is when we bounce back quicker and faster than we used to. Now, 
I drive a truck, a Chevy Silverado. And it's not a really big truck, but it's not a small truck either. It's like a medium-sized truck. But regardless, sometimes I have a very difficult time finding parking spaces, especially downtown Lake Charles and getting in and out of those parking spaces. And there's a few parking lots in Lake Charles that are very, very difficult to get in and out of, like the old Toys R Us parking lot or the Casamayana parking lot or sometimes that Water's Edge parking lot or uh, that Chase Bank parking lot downtown Ryan Street. Very hard to get in and out of. But the other day, I parked in that little parking lot downtown, right at the end, right on the corner of Rhine Street and Division Street, that little corner parking lot over there by Luna's, a very tight parking lot. And so I parked, and uh, on this day, when I parked into this parking lot, there was two cars parked on each side of me. And then there was this truck that came and parked behind me, and the truck was so big that it was sticking out a little bit from the parking spot. So when I get ready to leave, I go to back my truck out, and I have to back my truck out enough to where when I start turning my wheel, I'm not going to hit those cars on both sides of me because these are very tight parking spots. I mean, very tight. You can barely get in and out of your vehicle and in and out of your truck in those parking lots, in those parking spaces. And so, man, you have to have enough room to start turning your wheel to clear those two cars on each side of you so you don't hit them. So anyway, I was backing up and I realized that I can't back up far enough because that truck is behind me and I can't turn my wheel enough to get out without hitting one of these cars. And so I stop, I pull forward, I inch a little bit closer to that car on the left of me so I can barely turn my wheel. I start backing up and turning, backing up and turning and I get to where I can't back up anymore without hitting that truck and I look and I can't turn my wheel enough to get out. So I'm trapped in this parking lot. So I pull up a little bit more and I get a little bit closer to the car on my left and I do the same thing again. I back up and I turn, I back up and I turn, I back up and I turn, but I still can't clear the cars on both sides of me because the truck behind me is sticking out too far and I'm going to hit that truck too. So now I feel trapped. So I pull in again and I get a little bit closer, as close as I can possibly get to that car on my left and I back up and I turn and I back up and I turn, but I can't do it. I can't turn my wheel enough without hitting the cars on each side of me. So now I'm starting to panic because I have things to do. I have meetings to be at. I have work to do. I can't stay trapped in this parking lot the entire day. I can't leave my truck in this parking lot the entire week. I have to get out. I have to keep trying. So I keep pulling up, getting closer to that car, backing up and turning, pulling up. And I try over and over and over again until finally, Finally, I can turn my wheel just enough to barely miss the cars on the side of me by maybe, maybe and half an inch without hitting them. And so after that, I was really glad, really glad that I kept trying. After that, I was really glad that I didn't quit. Why? Because now I, I get to go home. Now I'm not trapped in this parking lot anymore. Now I'm free. And so because I'm free now, before I wasn't, before I was trapped, but I kept trying. And so now I'm really glad that I kept trying in my panic. I kept trying in my discouragement. I kept trying in my frustration because I felt trapped and I wanted to get out of that prison. And in this life, have you ever felt trapped? 
Have you ever just felt stuck? Have you ever been involved in something? Have you ever struggled? Have you ever felt defeated? Have you ever felt discouraged by a certain circumstance and you didn't know how to get out of it? You ever struggled with a storm? You ever struggled with a feeling? You ever struggled with another person in your life and you just felt trapped and you didn't know how to get out of it. You didn't know how to handle it. You didn't know how to deal with it. You didn't know how to cope. You didn't know how to pray about it. You didn't know how to overcome it. Sometimes it feels like in this life, your feelings have you trapped and your emotions have you trapped and your storms have you trapped and your struggles have you trapped. And sometimes the only thing you can do is this. Keep trying. Keep going. I think the world today is screaming for something real. I think the world today is screaming for something honest and something transparent, especially from the church. I can remember vividly growing up in church and hearing stories, stories from church people, how they would call out to God and God would answer their prayers. God would speak to them. God would radically change their life. God would radically set them free. God would draw close to them. God would work in their circumstances. God would help them defeat their battles and defeat their struggles. And in my life, I've experienced those stories too. I've prayed and God has answered my prayers. God has moved on me. God has worked in my heart, worked in my life, drawn close to me, used me in this life, set me free from things. But it was almost like I never really heard stories from the other side. When I would go to church, I would hear all these stories about how God would always come through if we had enough faith. But I never heard stories from the other side. It was almost like it wasn't allowed. I never really heard many longtime Christians break down and talk about their doubts. I never heard them break down and talk about their struggles or their battles or their confusions or their weaknesses. It was almost like as Christians in the church, in order for us to convince people outside of the church that they needed to come to our church and give our Jesus a try, then you need to know that we're not like you anymore. You need to know that we don't think like you anymore or like we used to anymore. We don't sin like you anymore or like we used to anymore. We don't struggle like you anymore or like we used to anymore. We don't fail. We don't get defeated anymore like you used to or like we used to. And it's all because of Jesus. But for me, that backfired as I was trying to show the world their need for Jesus and the way I was trying to convince them was showing them how unlike them I was now and how different from them I was now all because of Jesus. I just didn't struggle like you anymore as I was trying to convince the world they needed Jesus by showing them that I still had very strong struggles on the inside. I still had very strong storms on the inside, very strong battles, very strong questions, very very strong doubts, very strong uncertainties on the inside in my own life that I would always try to not let anyone see. By the way, living like that never helped me convince anyone that they needed Jesus. Only love does that. Only love can help people see God. So for me, trying to live like this only did two things. Number one, and notice this today, if you're still with me, say I'm still with you. 
It made me feel like I wasn't good enough to be a Christian. All the other Christians in church had their secret defeats too. But no one ever felt safe enough to show that. And I had my secret defeats too. But I never felt safe enough to show that. And so because of that, I was always looking at everybody else and all the games they were playing and all the masks they were wearing and how they were pretending to be strong and they had no struggles. And I didn't know that they were hiding things too. I didn't know that. And so as I was comparing my life to theirs, it just made me feel like I couldn't measure up. I'm not as strong as them. I can't pray like them. I'm not as bold as them. I'm not as holy as them. I'm not as godly as them. I'm not as Christ-like as them. And it just made me feel like I wasn't good enough for God. And the reason why is not because I was the only one struggling. It's because no one else around me felt safe enough to say that they were struggling too to allow us to all help each other and get closer close to God together. The second thing it did was this, and notice this today, it made me feel like I was telling a story that I couldn't live. I was always trying to convince people about how strong I was in Jesus, but sometimes I didn't feel so strong. Felt like I was living a story that wasn't working for me. I was always trying to tell people about my victory in Jesus, but sometimes I really felt defeated. What do you do when you know that you're a Jesus follower, but you don't feel like a Jesus follower. What do you do when you don't feel like a person of faith, but you know that you are a person of faith? In Luke chapter 22, Jesus is having his last Passover meal with his disciples before he goes to the cross. And he's making predictions about his death. And so he starts talking about how Judas is going to betray him. And then he starts talking to Peter and he says this. And notice this today. Notice how this story unfolds. I love this scene and I love this about Jesus. Luke chapter Chapter 22, verses 31 through 34. Simon, Simon, that's Simon Peter. Jesus says, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. In other words, the devil wants to know what you're made of. He wants to know if your faith is real. He wants to know that in the face of adversity, are you going to keep trying? Are you going to be a warrior? Or are you going to give up? But I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon Peter that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented, turn to me again and strengthen your brothers and strengthen your sisters. We miss this. We miss a lot in this verse, but Jesus knew that Peter was going to fail. He absolutely knew it because Jesus knows all things. He also knew that Peter was going to get back up and repent and come back to God and come back to Jesus. But according to Jesus, Peter failing was not the same thing as his faith failing. Let me say that again. According to Jesus, Peter failing was not the same thing as his faith failing. Failing. Do you see that? Jesus said, you're going to fail and you're going to need to get back up and be a warrior and return to me and come back to me. But during that time, I pray that your faith doesn't fail. Catch that. Jesus says, you're going to fail and you're going to need to be a warrior and have some resilience and get up and come back. But during that time, I'm praying for you and I'm praying that your faith doesn't fail even when you fail. So it wasn't the same thing. During times like this, you need to have enough faith in God's love, enough faith in God's forgiveness, enough faith in God's grace, and enough faith to get up and try again and again and again and again. The only time your faith fails is when you fail to keep trying. The only time your faith fails is when you fail to keep trying. So get up and get out of that trap 
Get up and keep trying to get out of that prison. Keep trying to get out of that stronghold. Keep trying to get out of that excuse. Keep trying to get out of that bondage. And if you keep trying, one day you're going to be glad you did because you're going to look back and you're going to see that I'm free. Verse 33, Peter said, Lord, I'm ready to go to prison with you, even die with you. So here's Peter doing what we all do. I love God. I love Jesus. I'm on fire for Jesus. I'm sold out for Jesus. I'm a radical Christian. I'm really holy. I'm really strong. I would die for Jesus. I'm so committed to Jesus Christ. And then I love how Jesus replies. You can almost sort of sense the tone in the words of Jesus right here. Like, Peter, stop with the show. Stop with the games. Stop with the facade. Stop with all the games and let's just get down to reality. Look at verse 34. But Jesus said, Peter, but Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you're going to deny me three times that you even know me. Jesus is like, hey, man, listen to me. This is life and you will absolutely fall. You will absolutely fail. You will absolutely struggle. You will absolutely get weak. You will have storms and battles in this life. I already know that. Stop pretending and just make sure that your faith doesn't fail. Peter, there's going to be times when you fail. Stop pretending. But make sure that when you go through those times, make sure that your faith doesn't fail. When you fall, get up and keep trying and be a warrior. That's faith. When you struggle, get up and keep trying and be a warrior. That's faith. When you battle, get up and keep trying and be a warrior. That's faith. When you let yourself down, get up and keep trying and be a warrior. That's faith. Until you make it back to Jesus again, you will fail. But in the middle of that storm, make sure that your faith doesn't fail and be a warrior. I wish church was more like the scene between Jesus and Peter. We load people down with guilt. We load people down with shame and religion. Why? Because we've put so much pressure on people to tell the story about how they're so close to God. I would die for Jesus just like Peter only to find out shortly after that that sometimes I can't live up to that story. Sometimes I really do struggle more than I let on. Sometimes I really do battle more than I let on. Sometimes I really do feel weak more than I let on. Sometimes we just need to be honest and it helps other people around us be honest and that's what really helps us get closer to God. When you feel like you're the only one in church going through that sooner or later, you just want to stop trying. We all have to stop playing our games and so because of that we always wanted the water's edge to be a safe place we always wanted the water's edge to be a welcoming church and we always wanted the water's edge to be an honest church when you have victory share it when you have joy share it when you have strength let's celebrate let's worship God for it when God answers a prayer when you have a breakthrough share it let's praise God for that but also if you're hurting you're in a safe place share it if you're struggling you're in a safe place share it if you feel weak, if you're a failure, if you have failures in your life, if you feel like you've fallen flat on your face, share it. This is an honest place. It's a real place. We can help each other here. We can love on each other here. We could build each other up here and we could all make it back to God and help each other's faith not fail as we all help each other be warriors. And so because of that, I've always tried to be real with you. Yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I talk to Jesus every single day. Yes, I seek God. Yes, I love God. Yes, I love people. Yes, I try to serve God. Yes, I try to serve people. Yes, I try to be Christ-like. Yes, I try to be holy. But as a 
pastor and as a Jesus follower and as a person of faith, I still battle and I still struggle. And I want to be honest with you and share a few things that I struggle with you today. The first thing is this, and notice this today. If you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Hey, we're in a safe place. We're in an honest place. We're a family. Let's be real today. Sometimes I struggle with anxiety and fear. I know that I can trust God. And I know that 99% of the things I fear is never going to happen. And I know that worry is a sin. And I know that it's never as bad as I think. But sometimes I still get paralyzed by anxiety. And sometimes I still get paralyzed by fear. And you say, Tony, what do you do? I may fail in this area, but that doesn't mean that my faith has to fail. And that doesn't mean that I have to quit and not try. Faith is when you keep trying. Faith is when you get up and you keep trying. And one day, if you keep trying, you're finally going to break out of that prison of anxiety and fear. And when you finally do, you're going to be glad that you kept trying. The second thing that I struggle with all the time is depression, isolation, and doubt. Depression, isolation, and doubt. I know that I can trust God. I know that God loves me. I know that God forgives me. I know that God is in control. I know that God is for me. I know that He is my joy. But sometimes, for no reason, or sometimes for very small reasons, I lose my joy. And sadness overwhelms me. And depression overwhelms me. And my mind and my soul and my heart goes to a sad place, and a guilty place, and a dark place, and a scared place and this place where I shut down and I isolate myself and when I do that I feel trapped we have to be safe enough to share this with each other because many times when we have pain in our life if we deal with it by isolating ourselves and internalizing that pain isolating ourselves and internalizing that pain then we just get more and more and more into that darkness and into that bondage and we develop patterns to help us deal with that pain and those patterns are unhealthy and so we have to keep trying say Tony what do you do I may fail in this area sometimes but one thing I'll never do is let my faith fail and the way I don't let my faith fail is I keep getting up and I keep trying and if I keep trying and if you keep trying one day you're going to look back and you're going to be glad that you did because you're going to bust out of that prison of anxiety and depression isolation and doubt the third thing that I struggle with as your pastor, as a Jesus follower, as a person of faith is temptation and hypocrisy. Yes, I believe in being kind, but sometimes I don't feel so kind. Yes, I believe in being loving, but sometimes I don't feel loving. Yes, I believe in being holy and godly and Christ-like, but sometimes I don't feel that way. Yes, I believe in being strong and seeking God, but sometimes I'm not strong and sometimes I fail at seeking God. And none of this catches Jesus by surprise. He hears me brag. He hears me pray. He hears me say and shout from the rooftops. I love Jesus. I worship Jesus. I would die for Jesus. Jesus is my purpose. Jesus is my joy. Jesus is my significance. I'm a radical follower of Jesus Christ. And it's almost like sometimes I think Jesus' response is this. Yeah, Tony, that's all true. But tomorrow before one o'clock, you're going to let anxiety overwhelm you again. You're going to let sadness overwhelm you again. You're going to be a jerk to somebody again. You're going to lose your strength again. You're going to lose your hope again. You're going to lose your joy again. But just because you fail in that area doesn't mean your faith has to fail. The only time your faith is going to fail is if you quit trying. So don't stop trying. Get up. Have some resilience and be a warrior. What do you do when you feel trapped? What do you do when you feel defeated? 
What do you do when you feel stuck in this prison? What do you do when you feel like you've let yourself down? What do you do when you feel like you've let Jesus down? What do you do when you feel stuck in a circumstance that you can't get out of? Or in other words, we could put it this way. What do you do when you don't feel like a Jesus follower, but you know that you are? What do you do when you don't feel like a person of faith, but you know that you are? Well, this is what you do. You have faith and you don't let your faith fail. And this is how you don't let your faith fail during times of personal failure. You got to get up. And you got to keep trying. You have to have some resilience. You have to be a warrior. Just because you fail doesn't mean your faith has to fail. Do you still have faith that God loves you? And then get up and keep trying. You'll be free again one day. You'll be strong again one day. Do you still have faith that God forgives you? Then get up and keep trying. You'll be free again one day. You'll be strong again one day. Do you still have faith that God is in control? Then get up and be a warrior. Have some resilience and keep trying. You'll be strong again one day. You'll be free again one day do you believe that Jesus is for you do you still have faith that Jesus is for you then get up and be a warrior and keep trying you'll be strong again one day you'll be free again one day do you believe that Jesus has purpose for your life and hope for your life and significance for your life then get up have some resilience be a warrior and keep trying and you'll be strong again one day and you'll be free again one day the only time your faith is going to fail is if you fail to keep trying and so get up today whatever storm you're facing whatever prison that has trapped you and keep fighting and be a warrior and keep trying and one day if you keep trying you're going to look back and you're going to be so glad that you did because you're going to see that you are completely free from that old giant that old storm and that old battle. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now continue to stay tuned in for an amazing time of worship with the amazing Water's Edge worship team. We love you all. We cannot wait to see you back next week.